Welcome back to another Kukar short, and we are here today with. Z- I was going to say Zach. Zenful Zach. Zenful Zach. No, we're with Sam from ZenfulMen.com or Zenful underscore men on Instagram. If you have listened to the previous podcast, uh, Sam has introduced himself for everything that he does. But again, he's going to do it now briefly. Let the people know if they haven't heard. Zenful Men, streetwear that cares, is a streetwear brand that we donate a percentage of the profits to mental health charities. So we've raised £13,000 for charity in 15 months of trading. Donated 25 of these to the homeless and sponsored three individuals with therapy. And we use the platform to promote different health and mindfulness techniques, which allowed me to get a grip of my depression and get off antidepressants. Yeah, and if you check out the previous podcast, uh, Sam does go through where he was at and how he got through some quite difficult times, including toxic relationships, self-doubt, anxiety, and a whole host of uh, nice little tricks and tips that helped him break through the bad cycles and start new ones. And that is what we're going to talk about today. So... As always with the shorts, we're going to try and keep it brief but direct. Yeah, we'll now, do our best. I'm going to keep these two we in suck, check. But I'm we'll going to keep these best. two in check on this one. I'm going to start it out, okay? So we talked in the previous podcast about, obviously, what helps uh, helped you get through days. So you're you're big into your breath work, yeah. uh, meditations and stuff like that. Lou and I have both confessed we haven't done meditation enough recently. Again, we've fallen off for whatever reason. So we need to kick up the ass to get back in. Mm. So... Uh, let's start with your breath work and how you structure it into your day to help you, you know, have a good day every day and clear your mind. And yeah. So breath work, as soon as I wake up, I go brush my teeth and then I get back into bed. And what I do is three rounds of breath work. And what this does is it releases oxidative stress from the body. It reduces the inflammatory markers of the blood and it redirects the blood flow to the locus corellius region of the brain. Now, you'll feel an instant release of anxiety, stress. And what that is, is the endocannabinoids being activated in your mind. So the breath work is really, really powerful. You shouldn't do it with food in your stomach and you should always do it in a safe place. Also, if you're into cold water therapy, it's going to prime your body for the cold. So it's going to allow your body to release more norepinephrine, which is the body's natural way of warming itself up. Yeah, so I know that the breathwork is is a massive one for water work once you're going in big ice baths and stuff like that because one of the biggest limitations most people find is the ability to breathe when they hit that cold because the diaphragm contracts and then they lose control of it. Yeah, and then you start panicking, start freaking out, and then control the breath breath gets shallower, shallower, shallower. Yeah, Yeah. control the breath is the the biggest thing for getting that cut. Calm the parasympathetic nervous system down. This is obviously we know this is a great way to start your day because it sets you one. In my opinion, it brings the body to life. You're saturating the body with oxygen early in the morning, waking up the brain, getting that blood flow around the body, but also starting the day with an uncluttered mind. And this is one of the biggest things. So we don't wake up and start in this, getting these cycles of perpetual uh, like anxiousness or, oh, God, there's so much to do today. So it sets you off on a nice, calm mood. Yeah. So you're waking up. You said you wake up, you go brush your teeth. Now, you're going to go back into bed, mm-hmm. not into bed, on the duvet, lying on top. So you're on out the of the bed effectively. You're not back into sleep mode. Yeah, not in sleep mode. Yeah, you have a, can have a blanket on top of you. And what you're going to do is find a real centered, calm, relaxed state of mind. You're going to do 30 to 50. You can do anywhere from 30 or even up to 60 if you want. Deep inhalation breaths using your belly, then your lungs, and then even your head. And what you do now is maximizing oxygen consumption, removing CO2 from the body, because you'll always breathe out more than you're breathing in. So, because most people don't know, 
most people when they're not wearing a breath they're usually it's called top, like top breathers so you're only using the upper part of our lungs which means that all the air that's in the lower part of the lung isn't actively being cleared in an efficient way it will do over time but with the breathing work what we do is expand and contract the lungs to their maximum potential and you'll actually improve your um is it your co2 saturation point yeah. over time with the breath work so it can actually make you fitter and a better athlete more atp in the muscles as yeah. well, more energy yeah the ho- there's so many benefits to it but you said you just pointed out that you're going to breathe from your stomach first mm-hmm. then and, chest and children do so this just, naturally just break that down yeah. so how do people learn so to breathe properly when you're lay down doing the breath work obviously it's a separate exercise but you should also breathe like this in day to day so when you watch children breathe naturally, relax, they always lead with the stomach. So as Lex mentioned, when we're shallow breathing, we're only using the top part of our lungs. Whereas you should be breathing like, you know. A big you, breath from the stomach. So yeah, I think the best the way of describing it is, is if you breathe in, allowing your stomach to expand out, you'll feel the air being pulled in as your stomach expands yes, outward. Yes. You then keep breathing in, allowing the chest to elevate. So now you've filled all of your torso with air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your diaphragm's actually dropping down, yeah. which Di- is why the stomach's coming out. Yeah. It's not so just your rib cage. Yeah, so you're allowing that lung to fully expand, pull that oxygen in. But then you said head. Yeah, so when you're doing the, specifically the Wim Hof breath work, we want to maximize every bit of oxygen that we can take. Yeah. So we even go, and even, we can even get more into the so head. So just feel using like once your lungs are full. the vessel as a body you, you, you know, to, to breathe, using the whole body as a vessel to get as much oxygen in and out as So is it a mental to just try and fill your head with oxygen as well once your lungs feel full? It's just yeah, another it, thing it, to be able to... Essentially. Yeah, well, essentially what we're doing is actually getting that upper part of the final part of your lung. Your shoulders yeah. are raising, so yeah. it's kind of like... Yeah. It's, it's it's a way of your ribcage expanding even further, but I guess it will feel very like neck, yeah. like yeah. upper body. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you're hold, are you holding for then... A certain amount of time hold yeah, that breath so in. after the f- uh, final breath is there a time of pulling the air in before out. sorry are we doing like a five breath pull in five seconds in hold for five out for five like the box breathing or is it just a general pull until you feel full hold until you feel full let not all of it out you're aiming to get let about 70 to 80 percent of the air out and you want to keep it a rhythm. So imagine your breath is a wave. You're breathing in and out. Fully in, in fully letting in, go. Letting go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there isn't really a hold point where we're staying static. No. This is just in and out. In, okay. in and okay. let it go. So and fluid. So you said 30 to 60 reps of yeah, doing this? Yeah, start with 30. And then I think the aim is to slowly get deeper and deeper as you go mm-hmm. and slower and slower. The more you flow with the breath, the more tingling will occur in your hands yeah. and your feet. So I think one of the big important things is to allow your body to relax as well. Because what we'll say is people will say, if I tell you go lie down on the floor, you'll lie on the floor. But we have a natural tension within our body. Even if we're lying on the floor, mm-hmm. that we're holding a tension in our muscles then you, then you say no no I'll relax into the floor and you'll have you'll be like oh yeah. and you'll realize oh shit no I wasn't relaxing at all so it's let yourself sink into the bed sink into the floor you're lying on sink into that mat that you're lying on and really just try and let that body weight go mm-hmm. and concentrate just purely on the breathing 30 60 reps of this in the morning yeah and then, and then on the final breath you let it all out you can hold your breath for a crazy amount of time, as yes. you probably already know. Yeah, yes. it's so mad. It's, that's called intermittent acute hypoxia. So when you're laid down holding your breath, that's where deep healing is taking place in the body as well. Um, and then when you need to breathe, don't try 
outdo yourself and you know hold it for too long when you need to breathe breathe all the way in and then you're going to squeeze at the top of your breath you're going to hold the breath and squeeze the abdo abdominal muscles and this is also moving the cerebinal fluid up to your pineal gland which can activate mm. your pineal gland yeah so the Wim Hof yeah. breath work for me was a life change I was always really anxious really stressed and this would lead me to covering my emotions with alcohol that we've yeah. already discussed Whereas this breath work, when I release the stress and the anxiety from the body, clear the mind, you can focus on what matters. And it's starting your way on a day as well in control. You're starting your day in a controlled way that you're creating the energy for the day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Nice. Lou. You go next. I haven't got one. I'm you haven't got one. I'm making it up as we go along. <laughs> uh. So mine, mine is, I do, the breathing thing's great. Mine is once you've done the breathing, um, one thing I've learned this week, and I think it's an important thing, is caffeine. Control your caffeine consumption. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have caffeine within the first 90 minutes of waking up. There's two things I'm going to give you to do when you wake up. So one is avoid having that caffeine when you wake up. The reason is when we, are, when we want to go to sleep, we have adenosine, which, which crosses the blood-brain barrier. This is what binds to receptors and makes us feel sleepy. It's what knocks us out, puts us to sleep. When we wake up, adenosine is still flowing around our system because we have been in a sleep state. So, you know, when you feel groggy when you're waking up, that's the adenosine still needs to dissipate from your system. Caffeine is competes with adenosine for the receptor sites. So it blocks the adenosine from getting to the receptors. It binds to those receptors. If when you wake up, you have caffeine straight away within that 90 minutes, the adenosine that's in your system cannot dissipate, bind to receptors and, and get, be getting... God damn it, Lexi. Cannot be rid from your system. It isn't, it isn't allowed to be cleared. Mm -hmm. Okay? So what happens is you have the caffeine. If you have it within 90 minutes, you block the adenosine in your system from being able to be cleared. When the caffeine then clears from your system, that adenosine that you didn't let clear is backed up, is still there, then binds the receptors, makes you feel sleepy again mm -hmm. in the middle of the day, which is why we get this midday crash. I didn't know this. Yeah. So if you avoid it for 90 minutes, your body will naturally clear the adenosine as it's supposed to, then have your caffeine. You'll stay all the same enjoyment and benefits, but no crash in the so, midday. So first 90 minutes of a day, no caffeine. No caffeine. And do you know how you can combat this? The cold shower. So yeah. you can get your kick off the cold shower. Your energy is going to go for the roof. 250 to 300% more dopamine release by doing yeah, the cold yeah. shower as well. So you're going to feel yeah. happier. So replace that caffeine kick with the cold shower. You also get an adrenaline kick. Yeah, I know with the, uh, the whole the 90 minute rule for the, the caffeine, like that's not just 90 minutes. Like normally the longer you can hold off, the better effects you're going to have. Obviously, you don't want to push it to the point where then you're having a coffee before you're going to bed. Yeah, yeah. You fucked it at that point. You've got to, you've got to, <laughs> That's like, my mum. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> got you. a coffee at no, 7 well, yeah. <laughs> On an argument, scientific argument side of that, if you can drink a coffee or take caffeine before sleep and you're able to go to sleep within 15 minutes of having the oh, coffee, yeah, caffeine 15. will actually create a deeper sleep for you. No way. But it's... Yeah. But you're playing with fire. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, you miss that window. Especially me and you. Yeah. About in bed for yeah. Well, that's, that's actually, so if, if you uh, need like a, a power nap, if you're actually really like, if you're, if you're flagging really badly in the, in, the, in the middle of the day, that's a quite a good tip to like have a coffee and then try and Straight immediately get nap. to sleep. Yeah. Because the caffeine won't have actually kicked in. So by the time you're, you know, you've had your 20 minute, half an hour power nap, the caffeine will have kicked in and you'll like hit the uh, ground running. I'll remember uh, that. Yeah. yeah. This is good. Not, not that I have a power nap that often, but like that's a good little <clears> tip. And I have done it a few times and it, it's actually worked really well. It's quite a nice little thing to like sync them together. Yeah. So, nice, yeah. nice. 
Where did we get to? Oh, yes, we got to that. The caffeine rule, that's a good one. And obviously, the moment you wake up as well, hydrate. You want to drink at least a pint of water because you are dehydrated when you wake up. And our brain, obviously, the, the, we, we need... Yep, get we it down, need, yeah. The, hydrating your literally you're rehydrating your brain Cleansing and so it's going to help wake up your brain help get you firing a little bit quicker help clear that mind so hydration is hugely important but the main thing is and this i actually learned this recently again so we talk about getting up getting outside and getting the sunshine literally into your eyeballs don't stare at the sun don't go out staring at the sun and come back to me and be like bro did your thing now i'm blind no don't do just get outside so we're talking about sunrise time in those early hours of the day. Midday doesn't work as well. We'll explain why in a second. So when you wake up, you want to get outside and get at least 10 to 20 minutes of sunshine into your eyes. So no sunglasses. To your skin as well. Yeah, yeah. and onto the skin. But it resets the cardiac. So it's a circadian That's rhythm. Circadian so rhythm. what happens is when we wake up, we have the blue-yellow light from the sunrise coming through due to UV, um, the refraction of the light and the UV levels that are around at that time give help set your circadian rhythm so it lets that lets your body know okay we're waking up at this time midday sunshine is not a white yellow balance it's all yellow so it doesn't have actually a real effect but it's good to get out to get the vitamin d and to clear your mind and go for a midday walk but then also you want to get back outside when the sun's setting again we get back into that blue yellow spectrum and that then allows the body to know okay now we're getting into a sleep phase so by getting sun in in the morning and in the evening you set you set your circadian rhythm to the rhythm of the earth Mm -hmm. and that's what you want so you want to be in time with the day so then also what that's going to do is also keep those hunger levels at a normal pace through the day when you when you are active when you're awake it lets your body know that time frame uh, in respect to the season that we're in and then add on with that is don't eat when it's dark Because we're designed to be resting when it's dark, hiding away. That's our evolution track. We won't be out in the dark. We'll be hiding and staying away from predators. And you say, well, in the winter, it gets dark at four. Yeah, motherfuckers. Oh, damn it. Demonetizing. I have to blank that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is where intermittent fasting comes in, getting it in a smaller window. Because in the winter, we're usually moving less, doing less. So actually, we probably need less food. So, you know, eat with the seasons, eat with the time of the day, get that circadian rhythm in track. And then you will probably, if you did this, it would probably help you sleep better Mm -hmm. because it would help set your sleep phases and times. Um, And so all of these all work really well together. So for me, that's a big one. Yeah, I was going to kind of piggyback off the, the back of what you were saying with the circadian rhythm and obviously exposing yourself to, you know the sun and as it's kind of setting as it's rising to set that rhythm but things like these which you can't see i've just realized that one's not turned on so the light's going to be darker hey, good turn it on now so uh, we'll we had a on fan now. on to get the old cigar smoke out yeah so things like so you can't see them but we've got big old led lights like dotted around we're looking at our phones we're looking at everything and all of this is bombarding us with with uh, blue light which is the kind of the light that makes us feel more wakeful so blue light blocking glasses filter that because what you're going to do you're not going to just stop looking at any kind of you're not going to turn all the lights off in your house and just be there in a, with a fucking candle or something like that yeah but yeah it's um i think around about from about i think it's like 8 p.m realistically like, like i i personally aim to start trying to wear my blue light blocking glasses like two hours before i'm planning on going to bed okay. um it does obviously vary depends on what you if you if you work nights I, I just if you do, do it with the like, sunset do it with the sunset yeah the you can do down I think you know, um, get it, out there, it, it depends on, on in, depending on your work schedule. When you want to start to wind down, then that's probably a good time to put them on. Um, 
and especially if you want to start winding down, but you still want to watch some TV, or you're going to be on your phone a little bit, or you're going to have the lights on, then yeah, that's that's just going to help your brain start to like identify. Okay, it's time to time to go to bed now because it's not picking up all this this uh, this blue light and, think, and thinking it's the <clears throat> sun and being like, oh, we should be awake right yeah. now. The sun's mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's my little. little yeah, bit that is a good end. tip. That's yeah, a very good tip. That. And all of these things work really well in, in like synchronicity to you know, so it's you, you can put a few of them into practice and slowly increment them into your days. You don't have to do it all at once. Just try like one at a time, slowly ebb them in. I think the breathing one's the simplest. Everyone can start that immediately. It's, and, and it's free. And it know? takes it's breathing. It's like what, ten minutes of your day? Literally. Yeah. And so, it's gonna cost you no money. You wake up, you do your breath work, you're literally breathing. There's no excuse not to do it. After how it's how after I've seen how it's changed my life, how it's changed my habits. Yeah. I think it is just a, there's no and, reason not to do And it. on top of that, you can add these onto like your know, little to-do list that we've talked about in the past as well before. So you could have wake up, brush teeth, tick that box. Another little box underneath then says breath work, tick that box. Look how many positives you already hit through the day. Got up and there's two tasks. Next under that, you just have make bed. And then two other things for the day, you know, that you want to put in like start project X or whatever. Not mm-hmm. finish or do, just start. start. And then, you know, gym. And that's your five things. And you slowly start ticking these off. You'll be like nailing them after like a couple yeah. of weeks. You now add another little box in there with another task. And that you're now focusing on positives that you're achieving every day rather than worrying about what you're not getting on with. Yeah. And it's just going to create this proactive mindset from day to day to day. And by starting with something that is a challenge and does take, you know, your focus and time, it's, a, it's, just, it's, just, it's, the, it's setting the mood for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. It's really important. And since, so two things I haven't done recently in, um, which was meditation, mainly because just life got really busy with not just myself, there were other people's lives involved in mine much more. So their time became my concern uh, and then just la- and work on top of that. So then I didn't set myself enough time aside from work, other people just to go and do the meditation. And that's when mornings are important because you have usually, most people have some time in that morning schedule to just set aside 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it is important that we actually do that and make other people aware that, listen, there's just this 15 minute window where you need to leave me to do my little thing. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. yeah. So whether you've got kids and things like that, it'd like start making it a little bit of a rule like, you know, dad or mum has, they have, you know, they have some, some people, parents already have this, like dad or mum have their cup of tea and then you don't bother them until they finish their tea. Yeah. So you do this with this. Now you can add in, you know, dad and mum are going to do some weird hypnotic breathing together. We're not wrestling. We're just it's doing not, breathing. It's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the kids, it's going to seem weird. They'll be like, mum and dad do this weird trancy thing. I think they're in a cult. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know, you have to, you sometimes be just a little bit selfish and be like, listen, I just need this, this little windows for me. And after that, we can, you know, yeah, chaos minutes, can consume. It? Minutes but, yeah. you don't. Really yeah. But that chaos will seem less chaotic once you and, and then you'll you'll just have a, a much better outlook on life and the people around you are gonna enjoy your presence more because you're gonna be less stressed. So you're gonna have your cup's gonna be more full to empty into other people's yeah. lives. And but then also you can take this into the rest of the day. So say you have a really stressful moment, you just go and you take three to five minutes away, do some deep breathing. You can do box That's breathing. One thing, again, we said about the sacred pause. Yes. So if you do get stressed and you just need three minutes, so say you're getting really overworked in your environment, take yourself out of that environment, take yourself to a quiet place, and there's an exercise called the three-minute pause, or also known as the sacred pause. So all you're going to do is close your eyes for the first minute. You're going to listen to the sounds around you, and there's plenty of YouTube videos if you just YouTube 
the sacred pause so you can listen to this audibly so i think that um, the point of listening to sounds as well is for you to listen to a sound you're checking you, in you can name that sound but don't focus on the sound mm-hmm. so you you can let the name pop Become in aware. and then let it just slide away yeah. and let other you listen to sounds the best way i heard it was listen to the sounds of the world like you're listening to music I like that. Yeah, and it really works when you yeah, think of it that I way like and you give it that perspective. So, yeah, listening sounds the word like music. Yeah, for, for the first minute. minute. And then the, the minute after this, what you're going to do is focus on your breath for one minute. So either pick your mouth, your nose, or a point of where the air is coming out. You can also focus on the, on the chest. Anywhere where air is coming in and out. I use the nose because I think that's the easiest place to feel the air coming yeah. in and out. And just focus on that one bit of the body, breath coming in, breath coming out. Breathe in, breathe. you can even say this in your head, breathe in, breathe out. After that one minute, you're going to expand your awareness again. So you're going to go back to the start. You're going to check back into the sounds in the room, the sounds in your body, and check into how you feel. And make it, write it down, how you felt before and how you felt after. Mm. It's crazy how three minutes can come. Well, we said that change. as well. Another great thing is literally putting pen to paper yeah. about like thoughts, how you feel and stuff like that, and what you want to do. So... Like you said, that'd be a good little journal. If you get a cool, what I, I have a cool little leather bound journal. I literally mm-hmm. bought it because it looked cool. And I'm like, cool pen to go with it. We'll bring like, that as Zen for men mindful journal soon as well. It's a good it's thing. A it's a good thing. There's anything that's like, that's cool to write in. They're going to age with you. They're going to have a little bit of their own story, you know, and you can just jot down, yeah, you know, that you've done what task you've done and then how you felt after doing the task. Just a little thing like, clear-minded or energized you know little things like that just to let you know you can read back Mm -hmm. and see all these moments of how i felt after doing something Mm -hmm. it is it is quite empowering it's good to refer back to as well because then you see your growth you go oh my god i was feeling like that a month ago look at me now you know it's it's a real good way of tracking progress and reminding yourself where you come from yeah it's the same as with a fitness kind of journey if you don't take those kind of before and after photos you don't see those little changes that are happening because it's such a you know it's a slow process you almost see day by day little micro changes Yeah, yeah, but then when you actually look back a month or two months or a year, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, crap, that's actually a massive yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, that's very true, <clears throat> very true. We don't see the micro changes. And if you if you do microanalyze everything all the time, like most of us do, you're definitely going to be blind to it. So you sometimes you need those things that slap you in the face and go, look where you were, look where you are. Yeah. And that can be both ways. It could be like, look where you were, you were doing great, now look where you are. And you're like, oh, fuck, well, I'm capable of what? I am no longer because mm. you can see where you were if it was good and now not where you are is not so good yeah. but you were purely capable of doing it at one point so there's no reason you can't be again uh, we had a thing the other week about a guy messaging saying like he was 45 and he was uh, just getting back into the gym after having he'd like had what five, five four or five yeah, years off or something yeah. and he's like is there any hope like literally say is there any hope we we're like bro come on oh, man yeah you've got to be kidding me you'll be snapped back David in Goggins? there Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But no, he's Gog- older. Yeah, he will be crippled in his old age. Oh, yeah, like, but he started stretching. Gogging. Started? He spends like three hours a yeah, day Yeah, literally. I think stretching. he needs that though, doesn't he? After their marathons like, he ran. Everything he does is to an insane level. Yeah. But you can't even fathom how he was what he was prior. No, <laughs> Can you? It's, yeah. like how, it's, like, it's like that person, he'd eaten that person before. And then that person has just murdered the outside dude and crawled back out yeah. and just assumed his identity. Yeah. He's a he's a crazy human being. Sometimes I can watch him and I can really enjoy it. And sometimes I'm like, shut up. <laughs> it's very old fashioned, isn't it? In his yeah, because it's, sometimes it's just too much. Where it's just like, 
if you if I do what if you if I do <laughs> yeah. what yeah you just there doing one of those man. running talking yeah, videos those... and then at the end he's just like stay hard and you're yeah. just like shut, shut up, up and you just lock your phone <laughs> dickhead <laughs> sometimes I just look at it and I think if I was to do what you just said society wouldn't function like there's there's some gotta be like, sometimes it's too stern yeah and it's and yeah. it's too much what I want to hear at that point of the day mm. like it's just too too far yeah. but sometimes it's exactly what you need yeah. stay hard like, it's like, yeah. but I want to have a bath <laughs> <laughs> He does have some great things that stick with, like who's going to carry the boat. Yeah, like the, the little things. Goggins like that. is back on the log. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he is uh, next level. All yeah. credit to the man, all power to him as yeah. well, because he came from. He's now making a lot of great money from just basically something he never meant to make any money from, and other people were like, Mother, "We we got to put this into a book. We got to make people hear you." Yeah, and uh, yeah. But he will, I do think, unfortunately, be a crippled mess in about He's 20 put his years. his body under a lot Have you seen stress. his feet? No. Bro. The dare I? Bro. Google Goggins' feet. What? I'm not Googling. Come on, Google Goggins. Oh, I can do it now. You do it. I'm not, I don't yeah. want that on my search history. I've got enough weird stuff on my search history, let alone Goggins' feet. Why have you been Googling Goggins' feet? You will know why when I show you this We're 100% tangent. You are the one who was meant to be keeping us on track here. We've done well. We're going to finish in a minute. We're finishing it with some David Goggins' feet. Yeah. Put Goggins. Oh, my God. That like this my, is on the screen like, now for people. Sorry, yeah, Dad, but feet like that is what Smack happens. Throw up. He that's played what, a lot of five aside when he was a kid. Bro, that's what happens. <laughs> when, that's what happens when you run to, to, to the levels concrete. he runs at oh, man, every day. He's gonna have he needs some a nail transplant. Crazy. Ew, he needs toe transplant. <laughs> Look at that toe there on the left. Look at it. What the fuck? What his nails all the way back there. Sorry. That is all just some that's kind small. of hemorrhage. I, don't, I think that's gone. I think the nail's gone. I think that's skin. That's just like, you know, when you get a callus on your hand, his toe is an but entire the, the, callus. This, this one doesn't look too bad. That <laughs> one in the middle. He's got one good toe on yeah. each foot. <laughs> other, one good is toe. it the longest toe? All the others have bad. taken the brunt. Yeah. And that's that usually the worst. Hey, you know? He's just been up hiding and he's just dodging all the impacts. He must curl it. Just yeah, flipping around. Yeah, he's just like, letting, the, letting the big toe take all of the heat yeah. from every run. Do you yeah. know they say that the big if, one's just like I got you, bro. If that middle toe, they found that if that that middle toe, if that's longer than all the other toes, they found that as a common trait amongst um, like psychopaths, serial killers. Long middle toes. So if you're dating somebody right now. If you're on those first dates, you maybe don't know each other too well. You get into the stage where maybe you're going to Netflix and chill nights coming. Yeah. Maybe he or she slides her feet. Off. Just take a quick glance down at that middle toe. Yeah. If it's a little bit longer than the rest. So they're looking at you like this. It's weird though. Get the hands. Our hands. It's the normal to be the long one. Yeah, but on the foot. Psychopaths. I think the correlation or causation, I don't know. I don't think it makes you a psychopath, but there's definitely just a, a higher chance. Yeah, I'm saying it definitely makes you a psychopath. Yeah. I'm just saying something to watch out for. Yeah, Maybe but, yeah, but check you... how many knives were in the drawer when they came in. <laughs> yeah. Not the kitchen drawer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, check your knife drawer where you keep. Everyone has a knife drawer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. A, a yeah. Of... <laughs> Everyone else has like 22 knives in the kitchen, right? At all times. Yeah. yeah obviously. <laughs> so there you go. That's a really good short. We literally want to keep that. To a, to a, a level where we're not going to tangent too much. I don't know how long. How long was it when we started? Oh, we can check the time underneath the table. And 
Go. 27 minutes. Oh, perfect. Skadinkios. There you go, dudes. It's been a pleasure. That's a crew cast short. Hope that put that into practice. Let us know if you do any of those already in any comments, thing like that. Hey, remember if you can review us on whatever platform you're on, please do. It makes a great difference to us, and we appreciate everybody that gets involved with these podcasts every week. Um, it's because of you guys that Sam is even here. Because Mary, thank you so much. Thank you, Mary. Big up, Mary. Cheers to you, Mary. Up, Mary. The glasses that you sent us. Sure. And men. Cheers. To everybody who's listening, have a great week. We will catch you in the next one. Toodle pip. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>